You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. You're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedicky, and I have my dear friend Nancy Brown with Dog Harmony here with me today on um, and we're gonna do a special podcast episode. Um I and I just I almost wanna it's so many things, but basically talking about our mutual love for dogs, your mission with Dog Harmony and Dogs, and we'll unpack that some more. But Nancy, thank you so much for being here. Oh no, thank you for having me. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, this is great. So I guess we'll start with, um, well, let's start with Dog Harmony, because if you follow Francis Roy, you probably have already heard or read some stuff, um, and you know that we're in an active fundraiser until July the 1st for Dog Harmony. But um, Nancy, tell us a little bit about your organization, because you're the founder of Dog Harmony. Yes. And uh, what you guys do for people and dogs in our community. Okay. No, that's a very easy, fun question to answer. So we're super excited for the month of June because this is Dog Harmony's birthday. We are five years old of receiving our 501c3. We've actually been around for almost eight years. And the reason uh, Dog Harmony came together was just uh, as a dog trainer, I saw so many dogs that were being surrendered or being, you know, adopted, surrendered, adopted, surrendered. And I started looking at why this was happening and the key was education. Mm. So Dog Harmony was founded in order to try to keep dogs from going into the shelters and rescues by providing ongoing education to the humans and dog training for the dogs. And now we've expanded to children's programs just to try to get that responsible pet ownership message out early. I love that. And you said that so eloquently. One of the things that as a pet, as a dog lover, um, that really connects with me, um, about your organization is the focus on, it's not enough to just adopt a pet. I think you have to be responsible. You have to go in it with your eyes open. You have to know the good and the bad and the everything in between. And that, um, the expectation that dogs are either perfect or they cannot be kept and surrendered again, I think is something you guys educate through very well. And, um, I don't know that that to me is different because you guys are not a shelter. No, we are not. Mm-hmm. And we so have people that want to surrender their dogs to us, and we try to give uh, recommendations on how best to place the dog or to help a family while they keep the dog in the home and find another dog, or provide training so the dog isn't surrendered to begin with. But no, we are not. You know, a shelter. Yeah, and so there are lots of really great shelters in our area, and you guys even work with them collaboratively to make sure that the matches are good, because, you know, the number statistically for people that um, will, you know, adopt a pet, or they want a puppy, or, right. you know, they're trying to get, like, a perfect um you know, the new, like, I guess, boutique breeds or whatever, trying to get the perfect an- animal or whatever, you really teach and train the human that it's not enough for your dog to be perfect, but you need to be a responsible parent um, and to kind of understand. And we have a great story. So 
um, Nancy and I have like an actual story about a pet and she's more like our family now. So, um, we lost our 18 year old lab this year in January, which was just devastating. It was horrible, which is so hard, but she's almost as old as our kids. And Greg and I, I want to say it was in April, I think. Yeah, it was in April because uh, that's when we got Maggie and we were sitting in the backyard and uh, we had already, our agency had done some work collaboratively with Dog Harmony. So Nancy and I knew each other already and Hillary in our office serves on your board as well. I mean, we're big Dog Harmony fans um, around here and he and I were just like, it was in the middle of the lockdown and um, I said, oh, man, I was really missing Gracie because we had said, oh my gosh, she would have loved this quarantine shit. <laughs> so much. <laughs> like, this is like up her alley, you know, all her people are home and, you know, she couldn't walk upstairs anymore. So we were all kind of hanging out, hanging out downstairs. And I think it was about two minutes later, I got a text from you like, Hey, do you know anyone that would be interested or has a good home to foster a pet, um, this dog? And you sent me a photo. And we'll share that original photo that you sent me of Maggie because she's so skinny and everything at the time. Oh yeah. And then I called you, I, I showed Greg the photo of Maggie and I'm like, we can totally foster her. I mean, what else are we doing? We're, we're here, we're working from home and that, you know, we have Jack Declan and he's like a little terror and he kind of needed a friend and everything. And so I called you right away and I was like, sure, you know, we asked a couple of questions, but sure, we'll foster her. And so, um, we met Nancy here at the office and I think we, we were playing with Maggie for like three seconds. And I was like, oh my God, I love this dog so much. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your face and Greg's face just changed. And I was like, okay, this isn't a foster. I don't have to worry about this dog anymore. Next. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh. And and she had been in a few homes before she got to us fostering and you guys were kind of, you know, of course you foster a lot of dogs and you have your own dogs as well. And, you know, yes. you guys have a huge responsibility to all these pets. And so we were just like, sure, we'll foster her. And, um, you know, cause she had kind of moved around a little bit and then we brought her home and we had her for like two hours. And I was like, there ain't no way we're giving this dog back. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I just somebody will have to come get this dog over my dead body like I love her she was so sweet and and funny and um very high maintenance I will say she is high maintenance like you were very honest with us about that like and what I loved about the whole experience is that you kept reassuring us like I can come in and help you with any issues that you have with her we can work with Jack Declan and work with her and that really made me feel comfortable but you also really made it aware to me that our responsibility here, like, are we the right family for Maggie? We knew that she had some kind of things. I mean, she was kind of thin. There were some other behavior things that we learned down the line about her, which were fun. But um, so that whole process, it was just different. And we have always had rescues, but it was just different than any other process that we've gone through before. So it's just so important to have the support after the animal is pushed in the home because quite frankly you really don't know what the animal's true personality and things are until they're in the home and unfortunately i all of our rescues local rescues just do such a marvelous job but they don't have the um you know the support or the budget or any of that to do 
I mean, they always follow up to be sure everybody's safe. I'm not, so I'm not trying to be critical, but to just offer online continuing support until we're sure that the animal is who you think he's going to be, which can be six months. It could be a year. We've got a Weimar runner, wonderful dog, and his owner passed away. Oh, sad. He's having a horrible time with separation anxiety, mm -hmm. and he's in a, the perfect home. Uh, but that is something that is uh, sometimes can be daunting living with a dog with true separation anxiety. Yeah. So this is something that I've been working with the owner on. I guess she adopted <clears throat> in April or May, and and you know, there's no end to when we'll stop providing assistance for this animal. Um, that's another reason too, sometimes people will say, well, why do you only have a few animals available or you're only working with a few? It's because once it's adopted, it's not the end of the story for us. So we have to keep in mind how many animals have we committed to before we accept other animals or other families to help so that we don't get into overload and we can truly do a good job. Well, that's huge. And we, so our team, the Francis Roy team and the Dog Harmony team, we came together to do some strategy and just to talk about, we you know, have um, ushered in and helped with a new website for you guys, which we love and we, we just love Dog Harmony. And when we went through the process, we were thinking of a new tagline and we were just kind of like going back and forth. And I won't say what it is right now, but I got to physically experience that not because it's one thing to to strategize and try to think of something that's going to communicate your message but so your um the new tagline is uh, dog harmony um helps pets rescue people which is so amazing and i we we really experienced that with maggie like we didn't realize at the time we thought we were helping her but you know, being isolated and quarantined during COVID-19 and working from home, really focusing on integrating her properly into our home and giving her the attention that she needed kind of helped distract us a little bit from some of the other things that were going on. And that was huge. And it was like, I told Greg, I was like, this is their tag. Literally, this is the reason for the tag. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maggie came in and she's a little bit high maintenance, but she was very like, okay, it was like, you know, integrating a new child. It's exactly what it was like into our family. And so great. Right. And it's so important when the dog rescue people, not every dog that you adopt is, I mean, we hope that it's a hundred percent where it's going to fit into your family. But I'll tell you, when you have an animal in your home and, and it doesn't fit, it is not rescuing the person. It's stressing the person out and making the person miserable and the animal, you know, very miserable. So it's so important to find that perfect fit so they can help each other. Mm -hmm. um, another aspect of Dog Harmony, I am an evaluator for Intermountain Therapy Animals. So a lot of our rescues have gone on to be uh, therapy dogs and work in read programs locally in the schools when the schools were opened um, and do work with, uh, you know, retirement centers and just uh, general helping, giving back to the community. I love that. And I, you really have educated um, me on the difference between like a therapy animal and, you know, there's, there's a bunch of different terminologies out there. Um, uh, right. 
for animals and just the difference. I mean, the Intermountain training that you were talking about and going through, I mean, we're talking about highly qualified teams of, you know, right. people and, and, and dogs that are really making impacts and uh, dialing in and focusing on that is a point of difference, I think, for your organization that, and maybe people in this area may not be aware that that's what you do. Right. Yeah, that's true. There's so many things that we cover. Sometimes I think it gets confusing mm -hmm. to the public about how many training programs we do have at, at the facility. Well, and if you've never met Nancy in person, she's really the dog whisperer. So Jack Declan, who's our dog, we call him the cat. <laughs> so bad. He's so cute. He is so cute. Well, he's cute because he's good for you. And... <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not going to learn that. And like three, it was when he came here, it was like 15 minutes later, he learned like three tricks. I was like, wow, that's incredible. Not even just tricks, but just like behavioral understanding. And so you're very, <laughs> they trust it. It seems like the dogs really trust you um, um, almost immediately. Do you, do you feel like that? This is your calling? Like, this is just... You're that, oh, that person. Absolutely. I've always preferred people or dogs over people. <laughs> I know that sounds horrible, but I really have. Um, I mean, I love people too, but dogs just have such a special place. And oh, I just think they're so overlooked and, mm -hmm. and that bond with the dog is so important. And I think using kind methods for training and, you know, seeing the animal's personality. I personally have a dog that's a jumper. Um, he's getting better, but you know, I'm not gonna put a shot collar on him or a prong collar or be harsh with him because he has such, well, I wouldn't do it to begin with. He has such a wonderful personality and we don't wanna shut that down. So I'm working with it gradually. So I think yeah. uh, dogs have always, you know, we just have a bond. Well, and our family really has that same kind of like philosophy about dogs that they all have different personalities. So we don't want to train them to all be exactly the same. And, right. you know, Jack Declan has a different personality. Maggie has a different person. Maggie's personality um, is so interesting to us because she's very just like friendly and loving and all of that. But she is also super whip smart. And uh, she does some like really funny things. She, she'll do things in the house, and Jack Declan's like, how did you figure that out? I've been here for, like, three years, but um, she, um, <laughs> I know, it, it's so funny. He's like, I've been working on that for a hot minute, and I, you know, but she herds everyone. She's a blue healer mix, a blue healer and a corgi, so she's herding everyone, so she's great on the leash and all of that, but we're walking her, and she herds Jack, and Jack is, like, no patience. He's kind of like a cat. He doesn't really have a lot of time for that but he finally would just like look at her and like bark or growl and be like hey I know where I'm going man <laughs> like I know I know, I know like, back off I've been here for a minute so but what you were saying with us I, in the past like that kind of like barking and talking to each other would stress us out we would be like oh my gosh are they aggressive but now we know that's Jack communicating his boundaries and Maggie is really learning. And as long as they're not filing with each other, that really that's their communication. And so we've rest, all of our dogs in the past have been rescues and we've never had that kind of care, the extended care. And I think it makes a huge difference. 
Well, thank you. Well, and it's important again to go to education where you are learning about vocalizations and uh, canine body language. You know, what are these dogs saying? What are they thinking? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times uh, humans misreading what's going on in a situation can perpetuate mm -hmm. a fight or even possibly aggression. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, mine, sometimes it's hilarious in here. It sounds like a dog fight, but they're having the <laughs> best time and they're just barking and growling and being vocal you know? Right. No. And, and being prepared for that and just kind of understanding that, you know, um, adopting a new dog is like, you know, welcoming a new person into your family. And, uh, so she definitely, she definitely is that we are very excited. Um, and we'll segue a little bit. So, uh, Nancy contacted us because they're for the, for your all's birthday, all like 12 dog harmony dogs that have been adopted through your program are placed or I'm sorry, people have been rescued by dogs through your program, <laughs> which I love. Yes. Um, so cute. Um, that We're all kind of challenging each other to see who could raise the most money for Dog Harmony, which is a fantastic cause. And we're highly competitive, so we're happy to be in it to win it. But um, we have a cute illustration campaign going on right now where all the pets, all the dogs of Francis Roy are getting together uh, to help raise money for Dog Harmony. And Maggie's kind of leading the pack. Uh, on that and so it was fun to get that challenge from you and then get our coll collective brain power together and be like oh I think we went a, a little overboard um, but <laughs> <laughs> no I love it I don't think you did at all and I've been so thrilled with how creative everybody's being with their own individual campaigns and <laughs> I know we've got uh, I don't know when, when this airs but um, June 23rd of uh, Rob Romans is doing a, a benefit concert at, uh, I don't know where it is, Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the information in the comments. <laughs> aqua dog, I don't know. Oh, that's a cool program, the aqua dog therapy stuff. Yes. Yes, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it, it's very neat. But so anyway, they're going to be doing a fundraiser for us. There's awesome. uh, Tammy D'Agostino is going to auction off a catered dinner for 10. Um, there's all kinds of great things. I'm just, uh, it's been a real fun program and I can't wait to see the calendar when everybody wins um, <laughs> to see how that looks. And it, we've got the cutest dogs ever. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. Holy crap, we need to up our game a little bit. That's yeah. <laughs> Well, the person in the lead is at 2,500. Okay, so we're about, um, we're a small portion of that. But I will say we, we okay. started up just a couple of days, a few days ago. So we've got some time and we're at $255. We're trying to at least raise $1,000. Um, and we're trying to also get a match. We do want to like challenge some of the other agencies together uh, to um, challenge them to kind of step up a little bit. So we'll, we're working on some other fun things. But um we just love being a part of it and we love that Maggie's a dog harmony dog and um and here in our office pets are are people like they're our family and so we we have a maternity and paternity leave policy here at Francis Roy but most people don't know that also includes pet adoption. So it's six weeks paid for if you have a child, so maternity, paternity leave process. But if wow. you adopt a pet that's new to your family, you also receive two weeks paid to integrate that pet. Into that's amazing. I wish more people would, would uh, have that program. That's just amazing. Thank you for doing that. 
Yeah, thank you. We love it. And I think it's one of the benefits of owning your own businesses. You can be creative about the things that are important to you. And Jack comes here, Shasta, Hillary's dog, Shasty comes here. Um, and uh, Maggie's been here a few times, although she wears Jack out. <laughs> Where is he now? And, you know, they just, they come here and they can hang out. We have a really dog friendly um, environment here. So we're, we love dog harmony and we want to raise as much money as we can for y'all so that your message can get out there more. You guys can accomplish more with your outreach and with your training and with your rehabilitation efforts. And, um, I don't know, is what else, what else is going on big for dog harmony? You guys have got some other events coming up, right? Well, I'll tell you what's huge going on for Dog Harmony right now is we have teamed up with University of West Florida and a student with instructional design and the children's book that we came out for Humane Education, A Dog and Human Harmony, um, is being made into a virtual class. Oh. So this would be so awesome to teach the children responsible pet ownership, um, which you know, dog harmony is not just about dogs. So it's about children too. So even if you don't like dogs, but you like kids, you can still donate to forward to help our money because the real statistic is your child at some point is going to come into contact with a dog, whether you own one or not. Mm -hmm. And it's so important for them to understand the canine body language and how to greet a dog and, you know, being kind and, you know, all those general things that, that make life harmonious. Yeah. Um, there's also a huge correlation between crimes against animals and crimes against women and children. Oh, so wow. you teach compassion early on through these programs, these responsible pet ownership programs, and it just carries on. It makes everybody get along so much better. It makes the world a better place. Well, I agree with that. A lot of that I, that you just said, Nancy, I didn't even know. I didn't know about the correlation between um, crimes against children and women and then the correlation between, you know, crimes against pets and dogs. But that certainly makes sense. Um, right. You would just think. And so teaching compassion early on certainly makes sense. Um, I love the Dog Harmony book. And you wrote that. And then it's co-published with an illustrator as well. And we'll drop a link so people can purchase that book. It's in a I think it's an adorable and approachable way to, to introduce children to the proper way to greet an animal and to respond. I mean, it's just super cute. Well, and then it just, you know, the, it's a dual message also, you know, treat animals as you would treat your friends. There's stuff in there about brushing your teeth and taking a bath, you know. Cute. It's amazing when you work with therapy and you're working with some of the populations of children with the therapy animals. Again, I am not a therapist, I am a dog trainer. Um, but the children that would bathe and dress up on the days that the dogs are coming to visit and just, you know, you've got to practice normal hygiene, but sometimes they don't have anything to motivate them to do that. But visiting with wow. the dog and the dog has a bath and bows in the hair or big, you know, short haired dogs or big bandana. Um, there's all kinds of correlations. Doris Day Foundation has just done a wonderful job of, of all the statistics, but it's, it's a little daunting when you read and then you see what goes on in today's culture and, uh, you know, we, we all could be a little kinder. 
Yes, absolutely. And I will do our best to share a lot of those statistics too. We'll write a blog that's in correlation with this and share some of those um, finer education points. And then, um, so while we wrap up here, I think there, there's one last thing I would love for you to explain to our audience your read program because you explained this to me uh, once. Um, and I just felt like it was so strong about kids and trained pets and the impact of their reading. Oh, yes. Uh, dogs, again, it's using the animal as a bridge for communication to work with the children. You can help children that have speech impediments, uh, that are shy. It actually, there's statistics out there too with Intermountain Therapy uh, that it, it just overall increases grade point average where the dog comes in and nestles next to the child so the child is reading to the dog. Mm -hmm. And then these dogs are trained so they know different cues and different tricks and things that if the child is getting frustrated or nervous, uh, you know, you work with your dog in order to overcome those programs. And we really need more read dogs. Um, Debbie Cole and I, she, she's the read administrator for Bay Walton and um, Okaloosa County. And we're in several schools, but we're also in demand. Mm. And it's, it's, uh, if anybody out there has free time and they enjoy reading, they enjoy dogs. Those are reading dogs and wine. Those are probably my top three <laughs> <laughs> chocolates in there somewhere, but definitely reading dogs and wine. So, you know, it's just a great way to give back. That is amazing. Well, I love your organization. We love you. you. We're huge fans of you guys here and we're going to do the best that we can to raise some money for you. So if you're listening and you want to donate to dog harmony which we know you do because we were like there are three reasons to dog to do, uh, donate to dog harmony we outlined those in our uh, facebook post last week and it's like um dogs are awesome people need dogs and you're people so donate <laughs> um and even, I love that. yeah <laughs> even if it's just five bucks i think it goes a long way so um you can go to francis roy on uh, facebook you can visit our page on facebook and our donation link is pinned to the top so you can see it right there in our feed but you can also visit the website the dog harmony website and donate there directly honestly we don't care if we get credit for it or not so However, it's easiest for you, uh, dog-harmony.org is where you can do that. And then I think if you have any questions, um, you can also probably email Nancy, hello at dogharmony.org, right, Nancy? Right, and if they don't remember that, they can go in through the website and then contact us and you know, let me know what your thoughts are and what you need. Awesome, well, thank you so much for doing what you do. Thank you, it's fun. Thanks thank for you. the support. Yeah, thank you. thank you for introducing us to our Maggie. <laughs> we love her and the many faces of maggie and um we call her maggie moo moon moody I mean, she has like a million um, <laughs> nicknames but she's so, she's so flipping cute she has <laughs> delight for us but um well thank you so much nancy for being here you're awesome thank you you're too we love you guys Thank you. And if you guys are listening, uh, like, comment, share. If you have questions about Dog Harmony, uh, you can email us, hello at francisroy.com. We hope that you will take um, one or two seconds because it's so easy to donate and maybe skip your coffee for that day or whatever you got to do and uh, provide a few dollars for our friends um, and their furry uh, companions at Dog Harmony. So we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm.